Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I am Eric Zeppa. And I am Brady Steffel. Hey Brady, how are you doing and how is your week or how was your weekend? <laughs> Pretty good. It was just dealing on the old man girls before this, right? Strain my back or something. I'm just feeling... Yeah, like, I know. Feeling geezery. <laughs> oh God, you're, back. You're, you're like talking about rheumatoid arthritis and back pain and let me give you some donuts pills or some salon paws or some <laughs> Geritol or something, you know, all those Don't. references that way before your time. But, Head on. Yeah. It works. <laughs> My brother loves that commercial because uh, it used to go under Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy. It used to go under Jeopardy and it would be like, head on. It works. But they never <laughs> said what it did. Like they would have people like, oh, what was me? Like holding their forehead. And then you'd like exactly. put chapstick on your forehead or whatever you're yeah. doing to that stuff. And like it works, but it never says it relieves pain or it helps with headaches or it alleviates migraines. It just, it works. <laughs> it's like the shistiest, shistiest uh, advertising yeah. in the world. So, yeah, we've had some nice weather though, so it's cool. My wife and I were able to go hiking in the in the national park, so that was awesome. Cool. And yeah, you know, without forest fires and you know, definite end of the world stuff coming. Um, it's yeah, been, it was nice to get up in the mountains, so it's cool. But nice to have some time where uh, there's no smoke in the air. Um, you know, even if you're not really supposed to go out and do anything. Uh, yeah. You know. That said, uh, Chad was also telling me that. Um, let's see if we can find the notes. That um, on Sundays the Longs Peak Pub is doing sort of a, a special where you get a burger and a beer for a pretty good price. It's like twelve yeah. bucks, and then yeah. so like you know you want to get out and do stuff. It's we're apparently with this vaccine getting into the home stretch, so get off your duff, spend a few bucks at the local place. Uh, try not to give Amazon too much your money, I guess. Um, well, I mean, I think it's just nice to remember that there are some businesses that you know that we all love and rely on, and we really want to support them. So. I can't think of a better time now. I mean, even if you don't want to freeze outside at right. Longspeak Pub or some other places, you know, just go out and do takeout or something. Yeah, know, exactly. Support. Exactly. Yeah, gift cards, oh. other things. Yeah. You know what else I did? What'd you do? I went to Alfalfa's. Wow. Look at you. I needed, I needed like, uh, I needed Did you get a mortgage? Out. Did you get a mortgage? Yeah, right. <laughs> I was just, oh my God. Okay. Um, I don't want to, you know, incense Mr. Alfalfa. I think they probably know their demographic. But I went in looking for coconut yogurt, which is actually pretty hard to follow. The doctors got me in this restricted diet. He says, don't eat dairy. Okay, fine. So then you eat oh, coconut yogurt, yeah, which is already yeah. insanely expensive. But it was like seven yeah. bucks for a quart. And it's like, wow. And I think bananas, I, I might be wrong, but I think bananas are like a buck 79 a pound for the organic ones. And it's like, wow. Yeah. No, and, I. when you look at the prices there, like I said. You're like, I went there and I looked at a salad, like the prepared salad. And I was yeah. like, wow, it's 11 bucks. And then I went yeah. to like Whole Foods and it was eight bucks. Yeah. I'm guessing if I went somewhere else, it'd be even cheaper. Yeah. So but I mean, just, you can go to yeah. King Supers and get a rotisserie chicken for like five to eight bucks. And they were like yeah. 10 bucks. At, and they're like, okay, that's fine. You know, 10 bucks still for a chicken really isn't the end of the world. But it's like everything in there was just more money. And I went to look for fries or I was walking through the fry aisle and it was on sale. I found a bag of sweet potato fries for three bucks. And Kelsey's like, oh, that's not a bad price. And it's like, yeah, it was half off. <laughs> it was Holy 590. cow. Yeah, yeah, it was like five ninety nine yeah. or four four ninety five bucks yeah. for the thing. It's like, yeah, yeah that, it's not bad. And then you pick it up and it's kind of a small bag. And it's like, I know these brands exist at other places and they're yeah. cheaper. And it's like, ah. Was it a nice experience? Yes, it's a gorgeous store. It's oh, it's beautiful. a gorgeous store. Isn't it neat what they did to it too? They cut down the shelves so you're not yeah. as 
like it's you can see the entire like yeah. store now it's, it's much like gorgeous. easier to navigate yeah. If you got uh, money and you want to go like have a wonderful shopping experience, my God, go in there. The the meat counter was beautifully arranged. You know, the fish is it's like all artisanally placed. Um, and then what I what my big critique was after Lucky's was bought out by Giant. Was it Giant? Lucky's was bought after sorry Kroger. So, so when they were invested yeah. and then divested yeah. Yeah. by Kroger, um, they just said we got to pack this place full of stuff. And it reminds me a bit of old Lucky's. It was open. The floors are, you know, better shape. Everything's just really in really nice shape. They're doing a lot with the um, the pandemic stuff too. So they've got like uh, plastic partitions that are like very look very adequate for yeah. that type of stuff. So if you're concerned about that, you can pay a premium and go shopping there. But ultimately, I'm guessing everything's about thirty percent more expensive on the whole. Oh, I know. It's just it is astounding. I mean, again, it is it is pretty. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact there are a couple of brands they have that are awesome. They have Breadworks bread, which is, I think it's some of the best bread around mm-hmm. here. So they got Breadworks bread. Again, I know you're not, this is being insensitive to your needs, but that's, that's a nice thing. Um, and then they've got an Ozo coffee place right yep. in there, which I think is kind of cool and convenient. And then the other thing too, is like, this will be my like desperation shopping go-to because it's kind of close to work. And so, yeah. You know, instead of going and hauling over to King Supers or hoping well, Safeway's find right something. there, but I mean, yeah. so I, what I think is cr- fair critique of Safeway is that it's kind of dingy. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you want to go in and you have a nice experience, this is by by yeah. far and away to me, it's brand new, yeah. so it's going to be nice and clean. But I'm guessing they've got real high standards for that kind of stuff. That said, you're going to pay for it. You do. I you mean, buy the you buy the experiences. The guy of the CEO of Whole Foods Whole Foods says you buy you're yeah. buying a lifestyle when you walk in there. And that's You're like not buying, like you can go buy products that are similar or spot on to what they offer at Whole yeah. Foods, but you're buying the lifestyle. Basically. And that's exactly it. So I don't think uh, we're going to offend anybody by saying it's really expensive. It yeah. does feel like you're trying to keep the riffraff out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but even Whole Foods, like you always shop at Whole Foods and we've been doing Whole, Whole Foods uh, deliveries because we tried doing food deliveries due to the pandemic because they're cheap and whatever, and it's safer yeah. for everybody. Yeah. And we did one from King Supers, and they just sort of willy nilly replaced everything. And we didn't get all the stuff we wanted. Whole Foods was much better. Yeah. Um, so we had a lot of success with that, but like you're even paying a premium for Whole Foods. And if you're paying a premium above Whole Foods for the same stuff, I don't get it. But I was, I was raised in a household that doesn't put a premium on that kind of stuff, you know? change your own oil if you can whatever whatever like save your money where you can save your money exactly and you know you we never went to like high-end grocery stores when i was a kid i mean you tried to find the best bargains you could and i remember when i lived in new york city for a time there was a chain called dean and deluca i don't even know if they exist anymore but you would actually go in there and it was like to me it was like an earth-shattering experience i mean i was working for nothing and publishing and i just remember walking in there going there's a, a grocery store that actually can hand pick your your produce items for you. Like if you need, like if we needed avocados, they were over there selecting the ripest avocados for you to take home. Um, I mean, it was so artisanal and so over the top. It was ridiculous. Ours wasn't so bad, but we had a Harris Teeter out in Virginia and I can't remember who owns Harris Teeter, but we would go in there and it's like, Oh, Oh, this is how the other half lives. But then they would have screaming deals because they'd be like, well, this crab is usually 16 bucks a pound, but it's going to go, you know, it's still fine. It's frozen. But it's reaching the expiration date, two bucks a pound. Yeah. And we'd go buy like 10 pounds of crab, you know? And it's just like, yeah. great. 
So, you know, um, there's something for everybody. I don't, you know, I don't love going to Safeway. I don't love going to Craigers. I do say, I, I got to say there's some really um, very competent people working. Some some of the checkers at, and some of the staff at Safeway I've, I've liked. I think that they're really good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's the thing I always find with Whole Foods, just one more, one more note. And that's really probably Whole Foods sprouts other places is that I usually find the clientele kind of surly. Oh, the, yeah. the people who work there are really nice. Yeah, so, yeah, right. I always find it really funny that the people who are roaming the stores and living the healthy lifestyle are kind of cantankerous and grumpy. Yeah. But the people who actually service them are really sweet and nice. Yeah. I mean, we've had good experiences, most of the people we meet, uh, especially in Longmont. So, yeah. um, oh, hey, another thing. I went to Wyatt's and I found this stuff called Sotol. You ever had this? No, you actually showed me, and I didn't understand what that was. You, yeah, he, oh, you know, in, in clear reflection, he he said to everybody in the audience, he like sent me this really janky photo, and I was like supposed to oh, understand yeah. what it yeah, was. Yeah, sure. It was bad. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it was a it was picture terrible. of a bottle that it was wasn't like that showing fuzzy. me like a ship bottle or something crappy. And it I was literally literally just a bottle <laughs> of Sotol's. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what is it? It's uh man, I'm trying to figure out what the it's made by hand in Driftwood, uh, Texas, from the Sotol plant. Um, and I saw it, there's a, the, well, there's a bunch of controversy around Condé Nast and the, their whatever's, but Brad Leone, as part of that, he went to Desert Door, this place where they make Sotol and they go out and they find these Sotol plants, which are sort of aloe vera-y looking deserty kind of things. And they just pick them out of the ground and they make booze out of them. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And then they, I don't know all about how they may all make it, but I found it here. I didn't think I'd be able to find it. It was just a little shooter. And, um, tried it and it's this complex and smoky and whatever so head over to wyatt's and see if you can find it i might so uh, obviously house alcohol in it so it is oh distilled, yeah, it's, so it's, yeah, it's, yeah 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 no it's, so, it's liquor so i like smoky do you like mezcal uh yeah i like mezcal okay. i like smoky scotch like that's my yeah favorite. i think it's really speaking cool. of, so if any listeners want to send us christmas gifts <laughs> yeah, exactly. smoky booze is the way to go that's right i'm looking at this stuff i'm looking at the plant itself and it looks like you know like kind of a cacti but not Really? Yeah, obviously some sort of yeah, interesting. So I really like that. I should say that's one interesting thing that I've done uh, during the pandemic, drinking like so many of us, uh, trying to be responsible. You know, yeah. but I bought a couple little things of it. I think I had the oak aged one, very good. I thought it was very good. So you know, go uh, go patronize, go patronize, go give patronage to your 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 local yeah, uh, liquor store. Absolutely. Page. Um, patronize people <laughs> exactly so i want to give a shout out to a couple of places that i saw that are new one downtown called mystic sisters yep. and it looks like it's a gift shop i'm not entirely sure because you and i both looked it up on facebook and website and there's not much detail there but it's on the corner of third and main on the southeast corner so right across the street from the dickens there's okay. like a oh in the old business in the old record there. The old record place? In there? Yeah, but not there, but actually really literally on the corner. Okay, so that used so. to be, I think, like a financial place, right? Exactly. It was like a financial something. planner or something. Yeah, like that. So yeah. it looks like a gift shop. And so check out Mystic Sisters. The other one, too, is I noticed that Still Sellers has changed. Now it's Copper Sky Distillery. Same owners, so, different owners, still no, sellers. No, must be totally different owners and totally different products. So they're actually doing bourbon, whiskey. Okay. So, and still sellers is still sellers still around or are they I don't think so. I'm not oh. you can you're gonna Google that on your Google machine, but I'm not <laughs> sure it is. So um what is that? All bourbons are not all whiskeys are bourbon, but all whiskeys, no, all bourbons all are bourbons whiskey. are whiskeys, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So there's yeah, I mean there's a, a vast array of whiskeys, rye, whiskey, exactly. bourbon, uh, yeah. scotch, Irish. Yeah. 
Uh, yep. So it looks like I'm still sellers or greetings, finest sellers community, a final farewell. So it looks like, um, yeah. So they left and copper sky distillery is there now. So yeah, well. it's over on 1115 Colorado. So if you think about the overpass, there is the, the um, Ken Pratt Parkway golden thing. van. There's the van line, you know, the moving van line place right below. If you're going over Ken Pratt. So close to Sugar Beet. Yeah, no, no, other side. So you know where Budget Home Store is? Yeah. Okay. So you're going over the overpass and going south. Yeah. I'm just below the overpass. And then I go to the first stoplight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. first stoplight, Golden Van Lines is right there. You turn That's the one that right. the restore is on. And then if you're driving on there, I think. No, it's not. Because it's well, actually another... another street over. It's Sherman, Lincoln, I believe is what it is. So, Holy smokes, you got to. So anyway, so you take that one around. You curve around and it's right there on the, the base of the curve. And then you go further up and you you run into like Office Max. and Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're yeah. yeah. So by the cool. office next. Yeah. I'm just trying to give a, a little visual for our listeners. Probably. Yeah, people who live out in Clover Basin are like, what are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> what overpass? What do, you, what do you mean? They just kind of discontinued the podcast right then and there. They're like, what it's the like, hell are you I am about? done with these guys. I'm done with I've, these guys. I've so. listened to mm-hmm. now and I'm saying no further. I am sick of this. Hey, and I want to give a shout out to the Java Stop. I went there for the yep. first time in a while and yep. they're doing really good service uh, given the circumstances. And um, I have to say the the product is really good, and I am uh, you know we're both aficionados of coffee, and so yeah. I'd recommend it. I I was really pleasantly surprised that they've um, done really well, and, and they looked like they were busy. Obviously, people weren't inside, but um, they're allowing people to kind of hang out outside or take it with them. So. Um, well, I have other news, Colorado news. Yeah, go for it. Uh, apparently, uh, the first gentleman, I guess they call him. Uh, Eric, oh yeah, 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 Eric, yeah. Eric Pohl. Yeah. Um, Jared Polis's husband, they're married, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess he got kind of sick with the old coronavirus. And I think he, he was in be, the hospital. Yeah. He yeah. had to be hospitalized. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, Polis seems like an even keel kind of guy doing yeah. facts and science and logic and stuff. I'm into that. So I, you know, I wish them all the best. I hope that they have a speedy recovery, but that's, that is what's going on with, uh, you know, our, our Colorado's first family. Is that how that works? Can yeah, that absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Good one. Yeah. So there, there yeah, there you go. Uh, when, you, so yeah. when you said gentlemen, I, I I was expecting some guy that talks or something that you were going to talk about, but uh, <laughs> no, I think that's it's ladies and gentlemen. It is. You so are correct. Lady, You're very gentleman. correct. Yeah, so. exactly. I'm a little slow on the uptake today. Um, we talk about the spoke a lot on Kaufman, which is 518 Kaufman Street, which is that yeah. new development, that massive crane that everybody probably sees when they yeah. look towards downtown. I just want to fill in some details. We're going to effort to get somebody on here to talk more um, in detail about it, but. Uh, it is being constructed right now. It's going to have 73 units units of multifamily residential, and that's 10,000 square feet of commercial. Um, you're going to have three bedrooms, two bedrooms, and one bedrooms. Uh, hmm. The construction started in September 2020, and they're expecting it to be completed. I can't believe this. Spring of 2022. Oh, so that's a full a year, year and a half. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna, I'm hoping it might be a little sooner than that, but it seems like it. Well, that's a big, I mean, if you haven't been through, uh, you don't typically see massive cranes in downtown Longmont. That is true. And there is a massive crane. You can see it from a ways out and you're going, what now? 
And yeah. they've got a big old pile of earth moved. Um, it's it's quite the undertaking. Well, and here's a really fascinating D2 as well. The units will be restricted to people earning 60% of the area median income, which would be 48360 for a one-person household or $69,000 for a family of four. Yeah, which is... That um, blows my mind. Yep, and that's I mean, going to be I right I these in, figures, but it just still blows my mind every time yeah. I read them. So. That's going to be right in downtown Longmont too, which is... I mean, <clears throat> we talk about taking care of people that are less fortunate who are struggling. And um, a lot of times there's this idea that you don't want to put them in your backyard, you know, the, the not in my backyard style crowd. Yeah. But um, I think having a nice facility for people who want to live and be close to all the wonderful amenities that we have, I, I hope it's a roaring success. I'd love yeah. to see models where we can uh, help people with this kind of thing. Yeah. So. Did we talk on air about the the South Main Station and their pool? No, go for it. Okay, so I, um, yeah, because I think I mentioned this to you, but I have PT, and the the woman that does PT or like tells me what to do at PT more than anything. um, That's what they do. They do. Yeah, go go over there and do a bunch of stuff until you start sweating. Uh, Your leg's gonna cramp up. It'll be great. But she (laughs) lives. She lives. She lives in South Main Station, and she said. She said, first of all, she likes it. She says it's great. And I think that um, yeah. since she's in physical therapy, she probably makes a decent wage. And then she's got a fiance, I think. So together, probably they're the prime candidate. You want to live downtown. I mean, I just also read that Longmont's um, real estate market is at like record, record lows for inventory. Yeah. Do you want to guess, do you want to guess how many is an aside? How many? Oh, I, was gonna, I, I mean, I, I look around like even old town, around town. I don't see anything for sale. So it's got to yeah. be like, what? You tell me. 90, I don't know. 97. 97 units. I, as Single far as I understand, there's yeah, 97 wow. rooms for sale in all of Longtown. That Long kind of makes sense because I just look around. I don't see anything. There's nothing. So I was talking to Chad about he bought his house and it was, I mean, affordable for the area. And everything else in old town right now is like $800,000. Yeah, for those new to the podcast, Chad is his brother. So yeah, you know, it's not some random dude that you just talk yeah. about. Yeah, he's. I only like talking to bald people these days. So you and yeah, Chad, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to get back to this rambling story, <laughs> she apparently um, moved in. They like it. They think it's great. She said they're already retiling the pool. Yeah, I know. I remember you mentioned that off air, and I was like, "Wow!" So yeah. must have been kind of a. I would only guess either major a, trauma to the pool or shoddy yeah. craftsmanship. I mean, yeah, what, what else could yeah. go wrong? You know, exactly. Unless we got some like fracking earthquake or something that, you know, shook the thing. to. Yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, better to replace it now rather than wait and have to do it later. So, so she was a little cool. like, I pay for the pool. It's like, it's like 40 degrees outside. You're not going to go outside. No. It's like, well, it's like, still, is that on the top floor then? I is it upstairs? Honestly, I'm guessing I it is. I don't know. I really we need, don't know. we need details. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe when I'm done with PT and I don't have to have yeah. like a professional relationship with this person, I'll be like, come on down and tell us. <laughs> Hello. I do, I do have to laugh though. I'm looking at all the breaking ground projects around like Colorado. And one of them, I just want to get your go here just because it makes me laugh. Yeah. So one of them is about a new storage unit place. So, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Is that the one Any on more? Nell? Well, there's, no, this one's actually up north. But anyway, I, I just, you know, again, you know, you, you just want to rant usually about storage facilities. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, I got like, I got like one really good use for storage and it's because we're looking at getting some concrete work done in the basement eventually. And it's yeah. like, well, I'll have to get all of the junk out of my house and put it somewhere. But as a rule, I try to, if I can't keep it and if it's not comfortable to have in the house, get it you, out of there. Do you need it? 
Do you yeah, need you it? Need yeah. it. Right. I get it if you got like a a bunch of heirlooms or something. I don't know. That's right. Yeah. Heirloom tomatoes. Some yeah. house full of tomatoes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, you know, that's, again, not really the way I was raised. Um, so we've got also, let's do, the city is looking for a new uh, public safety chief. Yeah, absolutely. So Mike Butler, that is episode 47 and season one of Side Dish. You can listen to an interview with uh, Mike Butler. I'm making that up. I have no idea. I, like, I'm over here. My eyes are <laughs> like super. I'm like, holy crap. This is uh, episode 70 in a collector's series. So, you know, oh, yeah. we'll, to, we'll everybody has to like remember these and take them down. But anyway, we did do an interview with Mike Butler, the former safety chief. So if you yep. want to listen to that, you certainly should. Yeah, he's very passionate. Yep. Uh, and so the city is looking to solicit information from the community about what they want in the next public safety chief. And I think that yeah. this is kind of an important thing because there's so much push right now for equity and uh mm -hmm. fair play among you know for different for people from different backgrounds and the the experience in my america is not the experience that somebody else has mm -hmm. and so if you have thoughts i think you know you got to go on i i was going to try and do the survey i find surveys to be extremely tedious i was going to try and do it anyway and you have to sign up and i i never got the confirmation email it was giving me a hard time maybe it'll show up maybe i'll just do it again but um, I would do you say, have a link or do you have any details on the, where, where people can find uh, you go to the city government page longmont.gov home components news news one one three nine four slash three so it's just you're gonna have to look up citywide news <laughs> I'm search. sure if you google public safety chief yeah. survey city, I'm city sure search for yeah. new public safety chief that type of yeah. thing make um, sure you put longmont in there because you know we cannot be held responsible if you get Cleveland or you know, Schenectady or something, and they're doing a survey on their public safety. Gary in, in Gary, Indiana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Then let's see. I want to give a shout out to Teresa over at the library, who's actually sharing some interesting information with us about the library. We would encourage anybody with an organization to to let us know about what's going on over at um, their organization. Yeah. So the museum, the library, you know, certainly shoot us an email at side dish at gmail.com and let us know your news. So we can try to get it here on the, um, on the podcast. Yeah. I we're looking for them fat scoops, you know, try to beat out the leader and the Longmont, whatever we are, we the times call and stuff. That's it. Actually, yeah. we're going to take over. We're going to be the new William Randolph Hearst for uh, newspapers. Absolutely. Uh, so for small time podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing that the library is launching is a new podcast for um, reading. So they're yeah. actually having a, a reader a monthly book discussion podcast. It's called Book Chatter, and a monthly podcast is premiering Friday, January eighth. And I do not have on here what, wait a minute, I do have it here. Oh. We're discussing Golem Girl, um, a memoir by Riva Lehrer, um, the second Friday of the month thereafter, and another 30 to 60 minute episode featuring a different book and rotating group of librarians will be available via podcast services. So the whole um, list of upcoming titles is available. I'll put it in the show notes. It's, again, a little wonky as far as the URL. So. Yeah, most of these are, I mean, most most URLs don't translate to radio all too well, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, so what else we got? We got uh, socially distant visits with Santa, visit, Village at the Peaks. Uh, I don't really know what this entails. I don't look at this too much. Five bucks, I guess. Uh, but that's coming up 
pretty regularly 11 a.m. Wait a minute, I got to pay five bucks to go see Santa? So she says. The event oh, that's right, photos so says, and everything probably not included. Probably, so, there no. you go. So that's going on. And also in terms of events, we've got uh, drive-in movies. And again, Chad, I was just talking to Chad. He said uh, he and his wife are planning to do that. So it looks like uh, Saturday the 12th at 4.30, we've got Disney's Christmas Carol. Is that the one with Ralphie? Disney's Christmas Carol. I do not know. Okay. You're asking the wrong person. Yeah, well, that's... I don't remember seeing that, so... 75 cars, 10 bucks. You've never seen the one with Ralphie? Shoot your eye out, kid. No. And the dad goes downstairs to, like... Oh, Christmas Story. Christmas Christmas Story. story. Yeah, sorry. You said something else. Christmas Carol. Yeah, I... I No, actually, I've never watched that Christmas Story movie. My wife harasses me all the time and says, I can't believe you haven't seen that. It's genuinely funny. I tried to watch it, like, four times. I didn't think it was... It's genuinely funny. And then at the end... Yeah, shoot your eye out, kid. He gets kicked down the slide by the Santa. Oh my God, it's hilarious. So, what's end, your he, favorite Christmas movie then? Die Hard. Go down this. Really? Easily. Die Hard. <laughs> so, people would say, is Die Hard really a Christmas movie? Yeah. I saw, Okay, I'm going to get into this because I saw somebody, <laughs> you, you're poking the bear. Anyway, hold on. I want to stick with this. So, there's that. There's a couple of misses. There's four Christmases, Saturdays. It looks like they're doing this. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, Christmas with the Cronks. Uh, that kind of stuff going on. So fun kids movies go 10 bucks a car room for 75 cars. Now is Die Hard a Christmas movie. Apparently there was a guy online that was having an argument with his son saying it's not one. And the dad saying it is one and the son saying, no, it's not. And the dad saying, yes, it is. And the criteria that they had was that the movie itself needed to have some like Christmas needed to be the linchpin of the movie or some sort of integral component. They said, it doesn't matter. You could have robbed the Nakatomi Plaza whenever you wanted, right? Go in, smash and grab, do your thing. They said, no, because of Christmas, no, nobody's there, right? Minimal, minimal crew, skeleton crew on board, but there's enough people for hostages, right? So there, there's these, yeah, bah, 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 bah. so like there's these different pieces going on. He had a, a, a bigger breakdown of it. And then like <clears throat> all the different pieces going on, like, fulcrumed around christmas so they they designed the heist around christmas as the timing for it but you know what's really weird to me is that i think die hard 2 if i remember the plot it's also around christmas die hard 2 is okay. but i like die hard die hard 2 didn't it's, bother me at all it's i like super it. from of the almost first, like it better than the first one to be honest no, that's wrong. probably blasphemy you're I'm wrong sure, but you're no. just i mean empirically i would we it was also shot in Mead. You know, a portion of it was shot in Mead, Colorado. Fire too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't really snow in Virginia yeah. the way that they were saying yeah. it does. Yeah. Uh, Die Hard 2 is by far the weakest uh, up until you hit five, which is hot garbage. Um, but one <laughs> one is probably my favorite. Three is solid. Four is is just ludicrous in the best way possible. When he drives a car in a helicopter. <laughs> yes, I like that. They, that was realized, yeah. They realized where yeah. they were at with the franchise. They're like, yeah. you know what we need? We need Bruce Willis to ramp a car into a helicopter. Exactly. We need to do something totally ridiculous and off the wall. Right, yeah. yeah. Ride on a Harrier jet. Like, he's just like, oh, yeah, stop here. Exactly. And you're going, yeah, well, you know, it's been escalating for a long time. I did like the one with Samuel L. Jackson, which was three. Anyway, we watch them all, one through four at Christmas. We have it. It's one of the few sets of DVDs we've got. Definitely a Christmas movie. Lethal Weapon also counts because the first one takes place at Christmas, though it's less. I would agree with that, too. Yeah, yeah, Lethal Weapon, the first one, is really pretty good, except for I have to get over Mel Gibson's bad mullet and his really odd personality. It was very life, much, but, yeah. very much a product of the times. Yeah, of course. That yeah. haircut was yeah. atrocious. It was just horrible, yeah. And then, like, you watch it now with all of this, like, 
2020, everybody's getting woke talking about police violence and everybody flying off the, the handle and, and like police not oh, doing yeah. what they're supposed to. It's like you watch that through that lens. It's like, wow, these are some really bad cops that should have been relieved of duty a long time ago. Yeah, it should have been probably removed from a lot of shelves, I imagine. But, yeah, um, but yeah. you know, as a story from the what 80s, late 80s, early 90s, it's yeah. solid. But so is Commando if you're looking for a good no, watch. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll give you all the movie recommendations you want. That's uh, right. We, we'll do a movie review uh, podcast later on. So yeah, um, just like let's the the thirty year old movie. Podcast. That's right. <laughs> would, you, would, would you watch it? We could just have a movie recommendation thing called "Would You Watch It Again." We could do that yeah. because, like, yeah, what, one of the things that really crisps my bacon about movies is people get so hyped and they go see it with this, yeah. like thinking yeah. that what they're going to get. And I usually wait unless it's like a, a movie that I've I've seen as you know, a sequel or something. Um, I usually wait and then say, is it like, are people still talking about it? Like six months later, do people still think it's a good movie? Yeah. Cause otherwise, ugh. what I love about my wife, she'll take personal ownership in the movie. So like, if oh. it's something she really likes, she'll just be like, I'll criticize it. And then automatically she's like, why the heck are you criticizing it? And I'm like, did you make the movie? Were you in the movie? I don't understand why I can't criticize it. This is what you do with art. This is why we're watching a movie <laughs> no, together. Really We've been funny. married for decades now. Let's exactly. have something to it's talk about. It's not a personal front. I just right. didn't like the movie, and this is why I thought it was hokey. Yeah. So it's just, there are certain movies that she really likes that I'm like, oh, okay, well, that was cool. It was interesting. But yeah, yeah, there are other movies that I like that she's like, I don't understand that at all. But yeah. You know, I'm happy to like why you them. like that. Yeah. So yeah. Marvel yeah. movies, I'll rewatch Lord of the Rings. I like, you know, where everything's sort of black and white it takes all the gray out of life. I just, I like, agree. I, I do evil. find it funny to poke fun at it's a wonderful life, which is probably taboo, but there are certain things in that movie that always crack me up. I'm like, Pottersville looked a little fun. Like, yeah. you know, kind of looked like a lot of fun. It was a fun town. Um, the other part too, is like, I don't understand when Nick, the, the bartender became mean. You know, in the alternate universe, I don't understand. Like, Nick, I'll tell was, you Nick this. was Nick was mean. I don't understand why Nick was mean. Like, why do you hate George? I don't get you, it. Man, I've never. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, I've never seen it. Oh my god! Well, here you've never yeah. seen uh, Christmas Story, and I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, but that's it's it's like if you never saw, you know, like Citizen Kane. One of the greatest movies. I have never seen thoughts like I've never seen. Oh Christmas. my god! Okay, well, we can't talk anymore. Yes. No, that's the end of the Have podcast, folks. Die Hard too, like fifty times. <laughs> <laughs> I like Die Hard. Have a couple drinks, watch some Die Hard. In other news, the city of Longmont is trying to expand their solid waste services program and and bulk out the recycling. That's not very interesting. That is pretty cool. Actually, there is a report from EcoCycle on the state of recycling, and it's really interesting to read. I think the figure is that only twelve people, twelve percent. No. Boulder County has a 12% recycling rate, which is pretty dreadfully really? low. Yeah. Um, the other thing too, well, we can get into like, that's because landfilling is so cheaper. Yeah. Um, but uh, you also want to mention that Paula Fitzgerald has a book about parks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, oof, oof, I lost my notes. Stories of our Longmont parks, Paula Fitzgerald. Is that yeah. Right? Stories yeah. of Longmont parks. Um, I, I don't know a lot of the specifics. I just skimmed it, uh, but it looks like you can get it at the museum's website. I think you can do the same drive-through thing that you could do for the last book we were, we were hyping. So kind of cool. Would like to know more about that, but there you go. So, oh, yeah. the, the old clock on the wall says it's time for us to get it out does, of here. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, just want to say thanks to Brady. Thanks for uh, hosting this in our 70th episode. Hot diggity hot darn. Pretty amazing. Crazy. Oh, Whoa. 
just got dropping a the fat beat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, whoops. We went out. Whoops. Uh-oh. Whoa. There we go. The sound guy's not doing so well today. All right. So just want to thank Andy Epler for our intro music, as always. Uh, thanks to David Cutter Music for our outro music. And find us on Amazon, Allegra, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you download your podcasts. I do want to give a shout out to Joe Flex, who said, it's really not Allegra. Apparently, apparently the universal term for Allegra, you know, that little device you got in your home, is Madam A. It's coined by Stacey Higbottom of the podcast Internet of All Things. I like Allegra. That's what I, I call see. it. Yeah. That's, what my, that's what my daughter calls it. We just crack up about it. Madam A sounds a little risque. It, well, it also sounds kind of dire and dark, like they're taking over, which I guess you could probably make the contention there. Yeah, like the uh, the woman who's in charge of the dystopian future rules that's with right. an iron fist. Yeah. Finally, reach out to us at SideDishLongmont at gmail.com. Let us know where we screwed up, what you like about the podcast, or what else we should cover. Yeah. Um, thanks, Brady. Thanks, sir.